going on, everyone? This is Mike Sleater with the My Two Life podcast presented by the Pinnacle Nutrition Group. I have a good friend here, Dan Blurton. Uh, we're going to kind of touch on all things two wheels in the state of, like, I like to call the scamdemic. Um, there's been a lot of shit going on, two wheels. Um, I think we can both say that the two wheel segment's been more aggressive to trying to get back to racing, Dan? Yeah, I would. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, there's more. I'm trying to kind like of Supercross has kind of went that seven week stint, 28 yeah. days in Park City. But then they just canceled motocross outdoors. Yeah, yeah, it's so. postponed again. I mean, unlike baseball and unlike basketball, at least they're they're trying. I think the moto side of things is a little more aggressive. You know, they're a little more cowboy to to like to the, keep it try keep it going keep it going. Um, kind of touch on. We'll just jump straight into it. You know, I mean. Chase Sexton, one of our P&G athletes, fuck, laid it down, put took everyone down, got back-to-back titles. Really proud of Chase. He's one of our, our marquee athletes here. And for him to just to just to punctuate that, that, that first title last year was kind of an asterisk, I think, with Fortner getting hurt. And then this year, McElrath challenged him. And going to that last round, Star Yamaha was playing a bunch of games with him. And he just rose above and, and checkmated Shane McElrath, a great guy, but he Shane just let him know who's boss. Um, so congrats, Shane. Um, you, we know we're late to market on talking about it. Everyone's already heard about it, but congrats to, congrats to Shane Sec- Chase Sexton, sorry. And good Lord. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it was good to see him pull that off. Um, Kenny and, and, and all the boys uh, that represent us, they had they finished out the year great. Eli Tomac, congrats to him and his family. I mean, they're an all ba- all around badass two wheel family. So uh, I think I think congrats to the Cowie guys, <laughs> Kurt Rude, all the boys, Rude, all of them over there, all the Cowie guys. They've been that that's been haunting them. So yeah, Supercross is done and dusted. Motocross just got postponed, like you said. Yeah, that's a bummer. So I don't, <clears throat> I'm not sure what they're going to be doing. Yeah, maybe it, they're it, looking forward for some I, I time the, off. Yeah, I think the Coombs <laughs> is the Coombs and MX Sports. They're gonna try to, you know, I think position themselves to where they can have private property hold the races. So okay. If, and and then once they can do that, they can have some attendance. I mean, they're kicking ass with GNCC. They're getting yeah. a lot of attendance there. But it's that's even more. I just like say cowboy and more. Just turn the cheek and run races. Yeah. Motocross is more in the public eye, and, and I think you know government policy and all this stuff going on. It's going to be they have some hurdles to overcome. So hopefully those boys get to go racing the nationals. It's going to get hotter and hotter, um, and uh, look forward to seeing Chase uh, Sexton on the 450, um, seeing Kenny back healthy. Eli's defending champion. He's going to be tough to beat. But um, man, that, that's that's that. Uh, unfortunate news for a local scene. Dan's one of the star guys on InCycle Specialized Racing Program, right? That's your yeah, we actually started a new team this year, which is a Perfect Hydration um, Water uh, slash InCycle Specialized Race Team kind of deal. There's about seven of us local so, guys here. Yeah, so you guys had a pre- have a really cool presence, and your team always looked good last year. You know, you did a little revamp this year, and coming into like our, our marquee season going over the hump for our weeknight weeknight racing and then the kinder cups u.s yeah cups. u.s cups kinder a- cups and you guys got one round in you had a pretty uh, good showing at Vale, right actually we ended up having two rounds in this year and uh i got pretty lucky and was able to salvage a second each round so but 
at our last one, we all kidded around about how this was going to be national, this was Olympics, this was for everything because yeah. we kind of had an idea they were shutting everything down after that race. Yeah, that, I was out there spectating at, the, at Vail yeah. Lake, and it was it was insane conditions, pretty trying, soft dirt, soft soil. We yeah. had a lot of rain, which we thought that was kind of the like the catalyst, like, oh, it's going to shut us down. And then we knew COVID was on the, on the horizon. On there. the horizon. I raced the Enduro the next day, and it's a, it's crazy. We thought we were kind of getting through it, and now we're coming into the 4th of July weekend, and they locked us down again. Like Yeah, they just fired it back up, and... And I have a different opinion on well, let's all hear of it. this. Let's hear it. I mean, in a nutshell, right? I mean, it's all political. I mean, I think that this pandemic is going to go on until November 4th. Yeah, to so that, that election, the election day. year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we, we're not politicians here, but we. I think our <laughs> listeners all feel the same. We're, we're it's, it's I, like I said earlier, this is a scamdemic in my opinion. Um, you know, my in-laws actually got COVID. Um, my oh, mother-in-law yeah. got it when she was over here. Um visiting my wife she's from australia and she flew home and on the plane she she got the virus and you know she's in her late 50s rather young and my father-in-law unfortunately contracted the virus from her and they got through it like a cold yeah i mean i think i think i mean everyone's had it or they've gonna have it you know the um i was talking to a friend last night and he was telling me a bunch of our local friends uh, that went down to San Felipe ended up getting it as well. Some of them are taking it worse than others, but they're gonna survive. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, crazy. I don't know though. It's none of it's 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 a crazy thing. But you know, I know you you had a you you have a training program. You work under Brian Gordon, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, Brian's been my coach for the last year, little year and a half now. Um, Great you, had, dude. you had Leadville in the books? Had Leadville in the books. I had uh, National XD in the books. Um, yeah, they canceled Leadville earlier this summer. Yeah, I got, I got it in the lottery. Yeah. The lottery that the lottery that didn't work. So that was the that was how I got in, honestly. I, um, I This would have been my third year going back to Leadville. They threw that whole lottery snafu, basically let everybody in. Um, Do you think there was a... A power play there or a legit accident? It was, uh, from my understanding, it was uh, like an employee messed up. Um, and then we all got in. Yeah, everyone got in. And they took all our money. So for them to reimburse, whatever, $200,000, it was going to be a hard one to swallow. So they figured they would just let everyone race. Um, I, I know from guys <laughs> like yourself, you know, our good friend Brian Davis and other all the other athletes that qualify and a guy like myself just to get in, uh, it's, it's, it's a bit it's a bit like that takes the the you know the eliteness and the I would, the prestige of qualifying to level i bet away for you guys yeah i mean i got in my first year was i went to tahoe with brian davis um brian that year was already in he got a coin from the year before and deferred it to that year so i was a month away from trying to go to leadville and uh so i went to tahoe for the tahoe qualifier and just went as hard as I could and like going out because it was a two loop race going out on our second loop our second 30 mile loop I cramped so bad that (laughs) I mean I wanted to die Uh, so yeah so I ended up getting into Leadville on a coin from that race but I didn't actually like qualify off of position wise Um, but I did get in like 
they have a drawing at the qualifi- qualifiers, and my number was the first one drawn out of the hat. So I was like, okay, that's fate. And then, so. and you guys did really well at Leadville. Your like your whole crew, correct? Yeah. So me and Brian, we went our first year basically knowing nothing. Um, just we had no really support crew. We just kind of were winging it, and we ended up having. Um, my cousin from uh, Denver, he came up, supported us, and we had another friend um, that was out there. His wife or girlfriend at the time, she also was our support crew. So we had two people, and then also Specialized was very generous, and also Goo was very generous to help us out along the way while we were there. Um, so they, yeah, helped us quite a bit. They, you guys went under, was it under? Davis went like 755 I think and I was an 805 because he will never let me forget that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's a good one. And then last year we we went back to Leadville and Davis was again I think around like 756 or something and I was a 803. And that's tight for a long time. Yeah, I was. Um, so so for the listeners that don't know how much what's the mileage elevation gain so for leadville the mileage is 104 miles don't let them tell you it's the leadville 100 it's the leadville <laughs> that's, 104 that's, that's <laughs> it's gnarly um and for, it's for you the listeners that don't know when you you said uh, when you get like over 80 on a mountain bike pretty much 75 and you have like a site you're going 10 to 12 miles an hour and you're like i only got one more mile and then it tacks on three it's uh, so it's defeating gnarly. And and you're starting at the race starts at ten thousand feet elevation and you go all the way up to I think um, Columbine mine is like twelve five, but the, overall the twelve or the hundred and four miles you do end up doing like twelve thousand feet of climbing that day. Huh. So that's heavy. And yeah, and you're, it's it's a push to definitely try to get under eight hours. Our first year we went there, our big goal was just just to go under nine, and that's when you receive the big buckle. How many nine. athletes usually get that buckle, do you think? I would say probably maybe 150, 200 people. And how many riders t- until this year were going to race Leadville? Oh. Or get in? Was it I would say I think it's 1,500 people. Oh, shoot. I was way off. Yeah. yeah there's. I mean, the start goes, I want to say, like four or five city blocks. Mm. So whatever you do, you always want to, even if you got in through your coin, you want to go try to qualify to better your time so you can get brought up to okay. like a better starting position because yeah, you yeah. don't want to start in the white crowd yeah 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 oh gosh people are pushing their bikes and it's nasty you don't want to okay. be back there yeah that's where i was gonna probably start but i'm yeah, glad you don't want to do that <laughs> I'm, i don't i i asked for a refund i don't know if i did the paperwork right i hopefully just get rolled over to next year but uh, yeah man that so that got canceled man how do you i know I raced the Trans Am, uh, Swap Metal Live Trans Am last week. It's 25 and over pro. And that was really cool for me. Like, it kind of felt normal from, a, a, like, a normal life when I was at the race, right? Like, yeah. There was one woman wearing a mask helping doing sign-up. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating on that. I, I appreciate it. But that was the only sense of, like, where COVID was there. Like, yeah. Aaron Cook, Craig Davis, the whole Swap Metal Live racers team, they put together an awesome track, but I can tell you they were probably over me. Like, dude, there I was being that guy. Like, I was whining about the track on Friday. <laughs> we had Friday practice, and I was whining about the track and me, me, me. Like, everyone was. There's a lot of people whining, like industry guys. Yeah. But I was the only asshole that would speak up. <laughs> so, like, I was taking one for like the whole, the whole team. The whole team. Yeah. 
But I can tell you, like, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I was being kind of a bitch. And the reason why was Glen Helen has been so good lately. Like, the track's been on point. Like, the Glen Helen staff has been crushing it. Well, Craig Davis, Aaron Cook, and the Swap Moto Live Racing Program wanted to make it a better experience, okay. right? So they came in there, like, to change the track and, like, make it cooler and, like, make it better, and they went backwards. Mm. And, like, and like so anyone that's been riding Glen Helen, like, you know, Bentozzi and, and Dahmer and all the guys, you know, Mike Gondari, all the guys that are locals to our crew that race there came and were like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Usually on a race weekend, the track's better. Yeah, you would like to think that, yeah. Yeah, so they went backwards, So and everyone's complaining, and I'm just, and Diorio's with me, and we have the Pinnacle Nutrition Group booth, and I'm just squawking, dude. man, you do this. And you know what? They didn't want to hear it. I don't blame them. Not that I'm right, like that I'm the sensei from tracks, but guess what they did? They, fu- they made a bunch of changes, and the Glen Helen staff, I want to defend them. They didn't design the track. It was yeah. a, a series that designed it. It went from the main track onto REM, okay. then back over and some hills, but they made changes, and they were the right changes, and it turned out Saturday morning the track was insane. Rad. Rad. Nice. And nice. I raced... Uh, and then Aaron Cook, he texted me the race schedule, showed me the track changes, like super appeasing, like not like a typical promoter. Like yeah. just wanted to let me know, like, hey, we value your opinion. All this rad stuff. And then I lied him up again. Like <laughs> on the text, he's like, here's the race schedule. And it was 25 pro and 40 pro in the same gate. And I turned 40 a week from t- tomorrow. And I'm like, but by that race series, I can race 40 class because it's by your age in December 31st. Yeah. And I'm like, so 25 pro and 40 pro is the same gate. Can I race the same gate? Can I just pay for both classes and race both classes? Because I wasn't going to race 25 Pro or 30 Pro because I haven't raced in over a year. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I just don't want to like – It's those guys are gnarly no, They're legit, yeah. And I'm like, I'll race 40 Pro, I'll get my feet wet, and maybe Sunday I'll like race in double class. So I'm all, since they're in the same gate, can I bet on myself? Like I want to race <laughs> those guys. Yeah. And I, after me squawking, me being a bitch about the track, me whining, and then making, then I start complaining about class structure. <laughs> They're probably so over me, but they let me race both classes. First mode of the weekend, dude. I get a good start. Come down the Mount St. Helens, like halfway through, I'm like still in second. Shoemakers in front of me, and I'm like on the limit. I haven't raced in a while, like pretty close to threshold. Like yeah. speeds pretty max. It's getting better each lap. Fitness is pretty tapped. And Alex Ray's in this race, and a couple other like really good pros, Colton Eck, and I'm ahead of him. I'm like, okay, when are they going by? When are they? Going? And as soon as I'm kind of thinking that, dude, A Ray, Alex Ray, have you familiar with him? I've heard of the name. Okay, so Alex Ray, he doesn't like me today. Like he was, he liked me probably maybe a little bit before, but I kind of made a post on Instagram because coming down the hill, fourth lap, halfway through the race. He's he the guy is so good and he just went to outbreak me, pushed the front end, crashes, and as he's crashing, he cleans me out. I say that's the one that took you out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took me out on because he crashed, not because he was vindictively taking me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get up, like, what the fuck? Because I don't know what happened. I was all I did is get crying, it was taken out. Yeah, I take a breath, I'm at heart rates pinned. This is the 25-40 class combo, okay. right? And Kiefer gets by me, and he's my competition pretty much in the 40 class. So he beats me. But if I wouldn't have been racing in both classes, yeah, he would have cleaned me out and I wasn't even racing him, right? So, but, yeah. so I signed up for that class. 
So unfortunately, I, I he, he was my competition. <laughs> so like, so anyways, I want to apologize to Alex Ray. I guess his feelings were hurt by my smart ass post. On Instagram, of all five pictures that you put, yeah, yeah yeah my sequence of that, yeah. that <laughs> of the crash he, he, he's a he's a phenomenal racer phenomenal guy great guy he's part of the Swap Moto Live crew he's sad at me and I'm sorry Alex that I hurt your feelings but you took me out on accident and I had a cool photo that photo sequence that I thought I'd share with everyone and you're bummed but anyways maybe you'll get over it maybe you won't. And I'm sorry, buddy. But I uh, had a good weekend. I raced five classes. That was my only fall. I raced 25-40, 30-pro, two-stroke open, and had a blast. Like, you did, and you did well, too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I won 40-pro. I nice. beat Kiefer second moto, or I beat Kiefer second moto on Saturday. I was pumped. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was stoked to beat him because he rides so much. He yeah. trains really hard. He takes it really serious. He has phenomenal equipment because he takes pride in his stuff. So when I was able to run him down and beat him, I was pumped. I was stoked. Yeah. Like I wasn't like I'm not per se better than Kiefer. That's not what I'm. Be- but like I like to race. I like yeah. to be competitive. So when oh. I caught him <laughs> and like ran him down and like kind of just wore him out, I was stoked because Chris is just a phenomenal racer and test rider and just industry mogul and like just lives and breathes and sleeps racing moto. So that was cool. Came back Sunday and um, did 140 again and then uh, raced 30 pro and ended up oh, shoot. Uh, second, second oh, and nice. thirty. So that's cool. But overall, great series. Hats off to Swapman Alive uh, Race Series. Sorry for my whining, complaining, but you guys did a great job. I definitely recommend if you're racing moto, get to that event next year. It was it was really cool. Um, yeah, that that was fun. Um, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. You know, we wrapped up Swapman Alive Race Series. Um, get to know who Dan is, and for you listeners that don't know, but. We'll take a quick commercial break. We're going to pop a beer on this uh, July 3rd before the 4th and get back to it. If only you held the keys to ultimate clarity. Vision unrestricted. Performance unhampered. Unparalleled technology. Developed beyond perfection. Ahead of the pack. Giving it 100%. Introducing the Armega. Bringing Ultra HD to motocross. All right, we're back here at the My Two Life podcast presented by the Pinnacle Nutrition Group with my buddy Dan Blurton, and we're just talking all things two wheels. Today's just, we got a beer in our hands. It's 4th of July weekend this weekend. We just went for an awesome ride, and uh, Dan, you got a pretty sweet ride over there in the warehouse I'm looking at. Yeah, so I got that new Specialized Epic Pro that just was just released this month, and end of, well, end of June. Uh, it's things rad the new geometry the new suspension on the thing it's dialed right out of the box i'm pretty yeah i could tell i could tell i needed a rope today it was it was uh it was it was um it's a great looking bike i mean i am an intense for life guy but if you can't appreciate a specialized you need to rethink your your program that's a good looking bike i'm looking at it It's it's pretty nice, and then, like I said, out of the box, it works great. We went down some mm. steep stuff today. Yeah, it was fun. It worked. It was fun. We had good times. I mean, chasing you down that two balls trail was uh, it was kind of threw <laughs> myself in some bushes trying to find you, but <laughs> it's all right. We'll we'll regroup and come back for you. Yeah. So D- Dan lives near in Orange County here near San Juan uh, Capistrano near our uh, office for the for P and G, and we're working on building like a you know culture crew and like. A, 
a setup for riding once or twice a week. And I hit up Dan and Brian Davis, our good friend, and they both race for the same team, and they do a training ride for road bikes. And it was two weeks ago you guys got me out to the market ride. Or you got me out to the yeah. market ride. Brian didn't show up because he got tied at work and I had a good time. But tell me, tell our listeners a little bit of that ride. It's a 56-mile road ride. Yeah, it ends up being for us because we start Dana Point area. Yeah. You started here at San Juan. ends up being about 50, 55 miles, about 15, 1,600 feet of climbing. But your max speed's around, I mean, your average speed is over 20 miles an hour for the whole ride. So we meet up in San, San Clemente to meet with the market ride. It's it's a fast group. I've done it, I think three or four weeks now. Super fast. Um, yeah, they these guys are. It's just full pin from the get go, all the way down to yeah from San Clemente heading south. Yeah, San Clemente down to Camp Pendleton to the base to the turnaround point, and then from there back, full pin. So I mean, I think I, I remember looking down at one time. We're doing like thirty five miles an hour or something. Yeah, so we brought our <laughs> homie Greg Matherly out. Uh, yeah, on, on the, the, the TT bike. On the TT bike. And Greg is just a, a savage. And he's 56 years old, I believe, now. And he, he thinks he's, like, aging himself. like, And we know he's not. Right? Dude, <laughs> that guy went by us like we were standing still. And, like and he, he came. He did. It It was gnarly. He's on yeah. his TT bike. He, he, he rides BMC uh, road bikes. And he came by us on his TT. And I was out front trying to earn my or my stripes for the crew and I knew I wasn't going to last long but no one's pulling by me. Yeah. You were out front, I yeah. went by you and Thank then you no that, and then <laughs> no one's going by me and I'm like, "Oh no, they're letting me hang out to try and all set and Greg told me later on that he seen me out getting hung out to dry out front. He's like, "I've had enough of this." <laughs> and he goes by me, but he he kind of fucks me cuz he goes by me so fast. There's I can't There's no way to jump I, on that. I can't jump no. on that wheel, but no. uh but Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Lima, Dylan Lima, he's like the local kind of, you know, alpha male of the group, would you say? Like, yeah, he's a fast kid around here. Yeah, definitely. Good kid, works for Pedal Mafia. Yeah, Pedal Mafia. He tries to jump on Greg's wheel and he didn't really succeed at, at like breaking him. No, no. no. Greg, I guess he told the, uh, Patrick from Laguna Beach Cyclery, he was sustaining like 1600 watts. 1600 watts. 1600 watts to like get to him but he couldn't <laughs> get past him and that was the whole center no for like four yeah, and a half miles four and a half miles and no, they <laughs> just rode away from the whole group they really, they, we had them um, but we could not bridge no, the gap none no, of our that. and you know we get in the camp penalty and everyone's flashing ids we go and we turn around had a great time that was two weeks ago you unfortunately go um, on a training ride sunday well yeah saturday we we end up doing our uh our there's three of us from our team. We end up doing um, a ride put on by this guy, Chris Hill, local local XC guy here. He put on a ride called uh, Creek to Peak. It was like 85 miles, about like 9,500 feet of mountain bike ride. So we did that on Saturday. Well, that's just just a little walk in the park, right? Jesus, that's it. It, it was a good day. It, it looks, I mean, Slasher came out. Slasher came out. I mean, we had a we had a crew of like forty people that were out there. I kind of had FOMO and watching on Instagram. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, it was a good time. I ended up, yeah, had a little mechanical on the way down off Harding. Davis, Brian Davis stopped, helped, you know, hung out with me until I got it fixed, and then we rode in and met the crew at the store. Whatever. We had a good day. So then the next day, you know, we're pretty tired, and Brian hit me up early in the morning. He says, "Hey, Dylan, it's putting on this." Uh, little mellow chill road group ride just come down like it'll be a nice little recovery ride we get down there and uh we start looking out kind of some of the people that are going to be doing this ride so we decided hey let's try to sit on the front because you know 
there's not too much trouble we could get on on the front with you know squirrels yeah yeah um well come to find out we did uh we had a guy try to pass us in the gutter slid out in some water the sunday morning was a little drizzly out a little wet the guy went into the curb line in the gutter tried to pass us slid out somehow brian saved it must be his like moto skills or what have you but uh he did end up running over the guy's legs the guy slid in front of me. I ran his body over. Yeah, I got that te- a bloody text from you. I'm like, are you riding market ride? Like, nope. nope. I'm out. <laughs> I'm probably out for a group ride for a little while on the road. Day. So you go down. So I go down. It sends me flying into slow lane. And thank God there's no cars. Like, it was a mellow morning on Sunday morning on Crown Valley Parkway, which is a pretty normally pretty busy road. So it sends me flying into the slow lane, slant on my shoulder to, you know, take a little digger, get up, and just ride away. You're hot. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, like I was here to do a recovery ride. I had some guy, which come to find out, the guy that ended up being the squirrel that day was super cool. He's a super nice guy. He's been calling and texting and checking on me and make sure I'm all good. And you know, guys, uh, like we all I make mistakes. We yeah. all make mistakes. I, you just told me today about that, and you can't. You know, you can. We can be. You. We have the right to be upset in the moment. We yeah. do. Kind of like Alex Ray. I had the right to be upset when I fell. Yeah. That Alex didn't wasn't overly apologetic per se of what happened. I didn't get hurt. You know, I wouldn't wasn't gonna die. You could have been killed by this yeah, accident. Yeah. And and the and the gentleman was he is a gentleman because he's, re, he's owned up to yeah, it. He's owned up. I mean, he owned up that day to it. Like he found me on Instagram, started messaging me, offering to help pay if anything was broke, medical, bike wise, yeah, whatever. Which was, I thought was super was rad, rad. Super rad of him. So, yeah, um, so we did so that. So you're all good, no broken bones. So, yeah, we're all good. And then you hit us up, what was it, Monday night? Yeah, Monday night. Market ride, let's yeah. do it. Tuesday, like, I'm trying to get into this Orange County swing of things. I live over the hill in Murrieta, and I want to do a quick rip after work. And you said you're hurt. I'm like, shit, okay. So Well, no, it's not what you said, but. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I actually said you're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you pussy, you shouldn't come. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what you would have said to me. So, <laughs> it's. Um, Davis tried to make it. He got hung up at work. So I'm, it's like, all right, some guys, uh, Viola and Easterly came over from the hill. Yeah, yeah, I saw some that. of the boys from uh, Canyon Light came over and they're like, yeah, let's do it. We go out. Uh, Chad Tempo here from P&G's with us. Chad Hubbard, my good friend. So we, I had five guys. I'm like, okay. And we get down there and hit the market right again. And it's going well. Like, get into Pendleton. Tempo and Hubbard are off the back. <laughs> they didn't make it. To, Chad was Hubbard was snoozing. Just didn't latch on. Tempo I think just didn't want to latch on. Th- hung with him. We get in the penalty to make the turnaround. Yeah. And like I'm feeling pretty good. I've had a, I didn't even I had a big weekend racing. I rode moto Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but it wasn't well, on my bicycle. You also had a pretty hard effort that Tuesday yeah, for yeah, the market ride yeah, yeah, before so, you went to race yeah, moto. Yeah. So, so I'm like ah. Oh. I got to get back out front. I'm feeling good. I just want to feel, see how I felt on the way out before okay. I came back. And we're coming back like the last little climb yeah. b- before I almost got blew off last time. Yeah. I'm in front now. I'm like, okay, hammer down. And I'm out front, out front. I'm like, oh, no, I, my bike's like bouncing. I'm like, uh-oh, flat tire. Uh-huh. I'm like, I got a flat. And it, we had a gnarly northerly wind, so it was okay. super bad headwind coming home. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Shit. I'm gonna have to, and even though it's shitty, like painful sitting in with the group, at least you're hauling ass and you're gonna finish earlier, yeah, right? Yeah. But now I'm gonna be sitting at like 
18 miles an hour by yourself. By myself. And luckily, as I pull over, Easterly and Viola just were like, they kind of, they're like, I had enough of the group. Here's my excuse to get out. Yeah. 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 I'm like, <laughs> thanks, guys. And then fix my wheel, fix my tire on the road. And we get into, we get right before Center Ofri Power Plant, and I look, and I see fire truck, ambulance. Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, dude, this this looks bad. Look, look, and and it's this gentleman, Jim, I met on the first week, yeah. super strong guy, and he's in the ambulance. His bike's wrecked. I heard a broken half. Broken half. Gosh. Wheels just gutted, and he's possibly a broken elbow. I don't know that. Yeah, I heard, I did hear he had a broken elbow. Broken elbow, yeah. and he, he was, dude, he was savage, wasn't, well, Dylan sent me the from Pedal Mafia sent me the video. The video, yeah. It's gnarly. Overlap wheel, wheel goes down. I think we both can say that we're out. I'm out the market ride. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably not going to be doing um, too many group rides like that for a while. I mean, that ride it's fun. It's a good pace. I mean, you get your good heart people rate up. too. Good, good people. great people. But I mean, it's I think just way too fast and for some of their abilities. Yeah, because if you if you're fit enough, if you're sport level cyclist you can hang in that. you can hit in the group yeah. but yeah. the problem is is if someone makes a mistake you're taking down well, there's a lot of potholes on that ride there's a lot of gates there's a lot of surfers there's i mean there's a lot of things that could go wrong that i mean luckily nothing I'll, has happened what, what i'll do is i'll i'll, I'll get, find out who got the video give them cred but i'll upload it to my youtube and put it on the site under this under this podcast so people can see the carnage you see the overlap thank goodness you don't see the the, the car, tumble, the yeah. tumble, but you can when the guy turns around, you see everyone. You see everyone just. It's it looks like a, what what would you call it? It's like a, it's like a slaughterhouse. Yeah, it's just mass destruction right there. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. So, you know, I love that that camaraderie that 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 kind of. It's it's very intense. It's like NASCAR making moves, but. You know, I'm coming up on two years of almost dying on my mountain bike on my own mistake. On my own mistake. So I don't really want to have someone else define my fate (laughs) in spandex. Especially on the road. So I think I'm going to, we're going to work on trying to build a Tuesday night XC ride. Today we just went and did a loop and and tried to uh, kind of define what we can do on a Tuesday night after work here in San Juan Capistrano. And Dan took me on some amazing trails out the back. And I think it's going to be fun. Um, it should be good. So you know, th- that's where we are today. That was that was Tuesday. We're here on Friday. W- what's next, Dan? We just got a crazy email. USA Cycling. With US- yeah, USA Cycling Nationals are canceled now. Um, they were. I mean, there was talk they were going to run it, but they were going to run like a time trial style, mm-hmm. which I wasn't too fond on that wise because I mean that's not really mountain bike racing, um, but. At least you get to go race. So we were talking about going there, but now they just came out and they canceled everything for the year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the only thing local that's going on that I know of is Rim Nordic. Yeah, Wesling went and raced that, right? Yeah. and yep. um, Little Hannah Ray. Hannah Ray went, yeah, she crushed it. She um, did so She's good. one of John's athletes. And yeah. Her dad, Josh, a uh, great guy, awesome mechanic. I, awesome I, family altogether. Oh, right? yeah, just, just great people. Blake, Blake's little sister, if everyone knows Blake. She's right? 14 now? 14, yeah, I believe. She and, is so, so polished on the uh, bicycle. She's rad. I mean, she's a good good girl. We wrote and, a blog. If you want to read about what she did, it's on our pinnacle, nutrition, pinnaclenutritiongroup.com. Okay. 
I kind of highlighted all of our athletes. We kind of crushed it last week. We had, you know, I did well at Swap Moto. Hannah did well. Wesling did well. Um, Cole Suedos and InCycle downhill team did well. So if you want to see how our athletes do, get to the blog, check it out. But Hannah, I think she's this little silent assassin. Oh, yeah. And she's she's hilarious. Um, Got this dry little sense of humor. You know, she probably gets from her mom. (laughs) But I was talking with Josh, her dad, the yesterday and he was telling me he's like man he's like rim nordic probably gonna be the new nationals uh he's like i, I wouldn't i wouldn't disagree everyone's just you know going there because private property correct? private property yeah so but you still i mean everyone you're still wearing face masks not while you're race but like while you're up there spectating or what have you and did it from my understanding like a time trial style race and had a great turnout and people loved it so and that's a good trail system too yeah it's a far as i understand i've never raced there I, I need to um i hear it's a pretty good like pretty good technical like sandy single track and like has a lot of stuff in there is team big bear you know are they going to hold two to their august i don't know i i emailed them when they released their dates asking if it was going to be heads up racing or um time trial style never heard back um yeah i'm i I, 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 I emailed tom as well, yeah. we want, and we'll see. I mean, that's the uncertainty, you know. This is some we have, you know, a lot of racism going on. We have the pandemic. We have so much going on. I mean, for me, I think there's a lot of uncertainty, right? Like yeah. uncertainty with racing, uncertainty Uncertain. with jobs, uncertainty with our Life. business. Uh, I think overall. one thing that you know, for you, all you listeners out there that I can take away, if you have kids or a wife or something else, just look at and appreciate what you do have. Yeah. Like, I Amen look at my two that. boys, like, my two boys are just, they're nine and seven, and, and they're as pure and and just, just green, just, um, yeah. and, and it's like, they are getting robbed of things that they shouldn't get robbed of, and, and I'm just need to like not worry about a stupid race really that it defines me and you know look at these kids these young men and women that didn't get to walk for high school and i think it's more really important that we just look, take a step back and and appreciate what we do have and 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 what we can do and props to promoters that are putting on racing and if you can't go race, still look at your bicycle. Like look at your your new Epic. Look at your new Sniper. Look at your new Enduro, your new Primer, whatever your bike you're riding, your new Roadie, and appreciate that you've worked hard to own it and take care of it, and 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 you know say hi and tell someone to have a, a, a to have a good day. Yeah, smile. Smile. Smile at someone else. Like, I mean, I know it's hard to see under the mask. It is. Just smile. Just smile. Like you know, yeah, we man. don't want th- these. If someone's wearing a mask and you're not, or you are and they aren't, like, just, just smile. Just smile. Tell it's, them to have a good day. It's your decision. You and and um, it's just you know you don't know what that person's thinking under the mask or exactly. And and it's it it is extremely tough. I mean, how like just a quick question? How have you been getting through like trying to keep up with your like training through all this? You know what? It's been tough. Like like the. <laughs> The swap moto live thing was like a breath of fresh air for me. Although it was stressful because I like I called it like going to the buffet like <laughs> with an empty stomach. So I was so excited to race. I raced two cl- or five classes, two different bikes. I was prepping bikes. You know, like I take pride in that I build yeah. my own bikes. But I, I maybe brought on a little too much pressure to myself. 
but I think I need that stimulation. I think you're much the same. Yeah. Like I need a, a carrot to, to go after, to keep, 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 to keep going. going. So the ones that can stay at like a high level of fitness with nothing to race, just a purist, props to you, but I it's find hard. it really hard. It's hard. It, we thought, I asked <laughs> you because, you know, you're a staple of the Over the Hump series, and we just found out that's canceled. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's not even – I mean, Over the Hump's fun. It's a great Tuesday night race. I love it. I love the, the, everyone there. I mean, it was just – once they canceled Leadville, once they canceled Nationals, that to me just kind of broke my heart because I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to go win a national title. And the only thing that's keeping my fire going right now is that brand-new Epic that I just got in. You know, and, and I think, you know, what we should do as as, as friends and, and, and people should do with their, their each other is hold each other accountable. Yeah. Right? Hold each other accountable to push themselves and, and and use their equipment and you know bikes are busy bike shops are extremely busy they're selling you know selling bikes and it's a lot of new riders yeah let's keep those new riders riding bikes let's keep let's those keep new them, riders yeah. riding dirt bikes let's we you know you can't well, we find need, i mean sorry to interrupt no, you but fine. like like you said we have a lot of new riders that are coming out there but we also need to have these shops teach them some trail etiquette 100 percent um, helmets we need we they should be guaranteed to buy a helmet yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i mean our local trails are just getting flooded with new riders which is great don't get me wrong but it's also a lot of new riders that don't have no etiquette and they're not very nice when you come up on them and yeah it it, it is a tough dynamic to face um you know in moto we you know, it's 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 retaining that new rider because it's intimidating to go to the track. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And now we the desert; it's too damn hot to go to the yeah. desert. So cycling has a tougher problem because there's so much etiquette in way how to take care of trails, to you know not litter, not pass on the left. You know, there's just so many things that people need to learn. So. If you are out on the trail and you've not been never been on the trail before, just just ask questions. Yeah, honestly, like if you see him on the trail, stop and ask me. I would love to help you. I'd, I'll ride with anybody. Yeah, I mean, um, maybe that's something we do here. Is you know a new rider class or something yeah, like something something to, I mean, just it, this is this is crazy times and and we want to encourage people to ride their bikes, not be intimidated by. I, uh, just, just the, the culture of it, I should yeah. say. Um, but you know, overall, I think, uh, to get going back to these, these, you know, the separation with race and that makes me sick to think of what we saw on, on those videos and what, what's happening, but love your neighbor, right? Keep it simple. Love your neighbor, no matter what color they are. Amen to that, dude. Amen. Um, Love your racer, no matter what color they are. Yeah. You know, like the color, color is by, is, is color on skin is not by choice. No. It's, no. it's, you were born with that color of our bikes. Yeah. That's by choice. <laughs> that's my choice. <laughs> <laughs> if your bike is ugly, <laughs> that's yeah. your choice. Or you got a good deal on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyhow, um, we're going to take one more commercial break and wrap this up. We know we have a, a fun weekend ahead of us that we're going to have to make different because of uh, COVID. But uh, one last commercial break from our sponsors, and we'll wrap this thing up. 
The original and unrivaled new bike in a can, SC1 truly restores that factory shine and lives up to the claim. SC1 high gloss coating is specifically formulated to protect and beautify multiple surfaces including plastic, vinyl, rubber, and carbon fiber. Water-resistant formulation is safe for use on gloss or matte finishes and makes the cleanup process easier by forming a durable coating that repels mud, dirt, and debris. Can be applied and left untouched or allowed to set up and be buffed to a dry sheen, leaving a long-lasting luster. Ride, clean, and SC1 your ride to keep it working and looking its best. All right, we're back at the My Two Alive podcast presented by the Pinnacle Nutrition Group. Um, we'll go into the refuel segment here, P&G refuel. Um, our, uh, our gel packs at P&G are like no others, so we'll go into a refuel that's like no other. Let's let's t- You talked about Hannah Ray. Let's talk about Blake Ray. Let's Blake Ray was my first... Uh, my first guest on the podcast, and I think he's he could be an athlete that would refuel us on this. You're uh, close with him. Let's, let's yeah. g- give us a lowdown of he's on the Lux cycling program. He's, yeah, he's on the Lux program. He's in he actually he's in uh, Boulder, Colorado right now. Uh, kid is phenomenal, phenomenal bike handler. From just a good athlete and a good kid. He's uh, probably one of the raddest kids, 16, 17 year old kid that you'll ever meet. Just super respectful. His parents raised him right. Uh, so I met Blake. We both raced on the Path Bike Shop team together. And I have a picture when he was, gosh, he was probably like nine, eight. I think I just saw that. You saw that, yeah. And um, me and his dad become super good friends. And But it was funny because everywhere we went, me and Blake would always have the same kid on. And Blake, one time we were up in Big Bear, is like, you know, people probably think you're like my dad. I'm like, dude, I'm not old enough to be your dad. <laughs> but you are. But I am, yeah. And, uh, just shut up. We don't need to tell anyone that. So, but, yeah, so so that's kind of been an ongoing joke. And then uh, one day me and him did a training ride up on um, Skyline, and we get to the top, up to the ball, the beaker there. And this guy's like, hey, man, that's so cool, like, father-son out, like, riding together. And Blake's laughing. He's like, yeah, man, can you get a picture of us? <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, and that's why I want to use Blake as the refuel, because we need some positivity. This kid's been getting robbed of, like, milestone things, right? Good thing. Well, like, us old asses over here, we just want trophies on the wall. We're just washed up. <laughs> yeah, washed up or never was this, right? Yeah. And And these kids, like Blake and Turner Conway and – Skyler Conway and Hannah Ray and we there's a laundry list Kaya Alo from the Moto side yeah. like the, all these kids are getting robbed of things they've worked real hard for so to keep them motivated just like yeah. our gels that are better than all other gels on the market we refuel with positivity and these kids have positivity they have drive and I wish them the best in what they do because the, I know they all have good heads on their shoulders. They have good parents behind them. Oh, yeah. And um, that kind of energy will, will refuel your system. They, we, we look at them yeah. to kind of give us. Give us that extra oomph. And riding with those kids just makes me just, like, so happy. And the power so of two fun. wheels. The power yeah. of two wheels. Just, right? like, dealing. Turner's like, uh, riding that, like, seven. It's like his grandfather's. YZ or not YZ it's like an old vintage Yamaha okay he restored and I'm like that's what I love it's not about his 
2020 factory edition KTM. Yeah. It's about this old bike that has culture, that yeah. has texture, and these these this generation. You know, we're we've been hard on them, the millennials, yada yada yada. Yeah. But I think these 15 to 19 year olds have been getting robbed of their graduation, their prom, their 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 spring break. I mean, there's so much they're getting that's been getting taken away. They're gonna rise above. Oh, 100 percent. And yeah. and and I think uh, if you're a parent listening to this. Take a step back and look at what your kids gotten taken away from them, exactly. And, and give them a hall pass, maybe, or maybe look at how badass they are. Yeah. Because my kids are nine and seven, haven't got really. They don't know. They, mom and dad are around. They they haven't missed yeah. sixth grade graduation or eighth fifth grade graduation or eighth grade or high school. They just not going to school, which sucks. But they have a. They they're not missing a milestone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but these kids that are missing, you know, their senior proms and their, well, yeah, even their graduations and their national championships. National champs, like Turner, the second year, trying yes. to go to defend it, you know. So, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of uncertainty um, right now. There's a lot of pressure on families for work. work and financial. Fi- financial, yeah. there's a lot. But what we can do is... Get out on your bike, your dirt bike, your your bicycle, your mountain bike, your scooter, your scooter, two wheels, <laughs> whatever you can do, guys and and gals. Take a breath of fresh air and realize that you're fortunate to do it, and and pray for the ones that that can't because two wheels sets you free. And um, I appreciate Dan for coming on today. Um, yeah, thank you for having me, man. It's been it was a great day learning the the trails in the backyard of the office and. Like I said, it's Friday night, and we got to get home, and we need to celebrate Independence Day of this great country, and it's not going to be the same as it was. No, no, it's not, but it's, but I mean, let's, let's remember what we're celebrating. Exactly. It's Independence Day. Exactly. So, thank you for all listening to this. Um, let me get home, edit this, get it up, celebrate the 4th, be safe. Drive safe. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, thanks for uh, coming out. We'll do more of these. uh, I think these Tuesday night rides are going to turn into a Tuesday night podcast with the crew. That'd be pretty fun. All right, everyone. Have a good 4th of July. Be safe out there. Be smart. And uh, peace. Peace.